People would rather be complicit in a crime than speak up. People would rather die in a pandemic than be the only one in a mask. People would rather stay in a job they hate than explain why they quit to do something less certain. There has never been a change that was not met with doubt. There was never a groundbreaking business that wasn't loudly predicted to fail. And there has never, ever been a time when the average opinion of faceless, unaccountable strangers should be valued above our own considered judgment. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing Courage is Calling. Fortune favors the brave. The author of the book is Ryan Holiday. It's published in 2021. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this book, starting with the call, the enemy, fearing decisions, fear is informative, moment of courage, fortune favors the bold, courage to commit, beat the odds, heroic, And finishing off with courage is virtue. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, There is nothing we prize more than courage, yet nothing is in shorter supply. Is that just how it goes? That things are prized because they are rare? Possibly. But courage, the first of the four cardinal virtues, is not a precious stone. It is not a diamond, a product of some billion-year timeless process. It's not oil which must be drawn from the earth, These are not finite resources, doled out randomly by fortune or accessible only to some. No, it is something simpler. It is renewable. It's there in each of us, everywhere. It's something that we are capable of in a moment's notice. It matters big and small, physical, moral. There are unlimited, even daily opportunities for it, in work, at home, everywhere. And yet it remains so rare. Why? Because we are afraid. Because it's easier not to get involved. Because we have something else we're working on, and now is not a good time. We'd rather stick with what is safe. Me? Heroic? That seems egotistical. Preposterous. We leave it to someone else. Someone more qualified, better trained, with less to lose. It's understandable, even logical. But if everyone thinks that way, where does it leave us? There aren't two kinds of courage. There's only one. The kind where you put your ass on the line. In some cases, literally. Perhaps fatally. In other cases, it's figurative or financial. Courage is risk, commitment, perseverance, truth, determination. End quote. That is from the introduction of Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday. The author of Ego is the Enemy is back with another wisdom-packed book, one that is full of inspiring stories from history's most prominent heroes. Holiday makes a very strong case for answering the call for courage. The book is broken up into three sections. Part one is fear, part two is courage, and part three is the heroic. I am so honored to share a handful of my favorite insights from this book, so let's begin. Insight number one, the call. Quote, today each of us receives our own call, to service, to take risk, to challenge the status quo, to run toward while others run away, to rise above our station, to do what other people say is impossible. There will be so many reasons why this will feel like the wrong thing to do. 
there will be incredible pressure to put these thoughts, these dreams, this need out of our mind. Depending on where we are and what we seek to do, the resistance we faced may be simple incentives or outright violence. Fear will make itself felt. It always does. Will we let it prevent us from answering the call? Will we leave the phone ringing? Or will we inch ourselves closer and closer, stealing ourselves, preparing ourselves, until we're ready to do what we were put here to do? End quote. I was getting chills while typing that passage. I spent far too many years not answering the call, attempting to ignore it, and just trying to blend in and be normal. You're being called to achieve something great with the limited time you're given here on Earth. Yet most people simply let the phone ring without having the courage to answer. It's a tragedy of epic proportions. The world desperately needs your gift, but you're letting fear keep you from pursuing it. I love the perspective shared by Robert Biswas Diner in his great book, The Courage Quotient. Quote, Courage contains two primary internal elements, the willingness to act and the ability to control fear. When you can successfully curb your fears and boost your ability to take action, you are better able to live a full and virtuous life. You are more likely to face challenges with grace, connect with and inspire others, and be a force for good, end quote. Isn't it time to finally answer the call? Insight number two, the enemy. Quote, at the root of most fear is what others will think of us. It's paralyzing, it's skewing, it distorts the very fabric of our reality, makes us behave in such utterly insane and cowardly ways that it's even hard to describe. The paradox, of course, is that almost everything new, everything impressive, everything right, was done over the loud objections of the status quo. People would rather be complicit in a crime than speak up. People would rather die in a pandemic than be the only one in a mask. People would rather stay in a job they hate than explain why they quit to do something less certain. There has never been a change that was not met with doubts. There was never a groundbreaking business that wasn't loudly predicted to fail. And there has never ever been a time when the average opinion of faceless, unaccountable strangers should be valued above our own considered judgment, end quote. I was instantly reminded of a great quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, which says, quote, for nonconformity, the world whips you with its displeasure, end quote. It's really important to decide what you're going after in life. Allowing your life to be influenced by the opinions of others is unlikely to have a significant impact on you if you are content to live a life of mediocrity. If, on the other hand, you choose the path of greatness, the path that demands everyday courage, then you must trust yourself above everybody else. I can't speak for everyone, but I've been held back in my own life by an unfounded fear of what people would think if I tried something and failed. Now I reframe my thinking, since people who choose to think less of me because I'm trying are unworthy of my attention. What other people think of you is none of your business. Insight number three, stop fearing decisions. Quote, we tell ourselves we're thinking, that we're weighing our options, that we're making progress. In truth, we are paralyzed with fear, overwhelmed by options, by second guesses, by that hatred of making mistakes. So what we're really doing is making ourselves miserable. We tell ourselves it's about options, really, it's paralysis by analysis, end quote. We must recognize that constantly choosing to put things off is a choice. You are choosing in these moments not to decide. You're giving in to the status quo. 
You're giving up your own agency and letting society decide what is right for you. Henry Ford said, quote, One who fears the future, who fears failure, limits his activities. Failure is only the opportunity more intelligently to begin again. There is no disgrace in honest failure. There is disgrace in fearing to fail. End quote. What decisions are you fearing to make right now? Insight number four. Fear is informative. Quote, Our fear points us like a self-indicting arrow in the direction of the right thing to do. One part of us knows what we ought to do, but the other part reminds us of the inevitable consequences. Fear alerts us to the dangers, but also to the opportunity. If it wasn't scary, everyone would do it. If it was easy, there wouldn't be any growth in it. That tinge of self-preservation is the pinging of the metal detector going off. We may have found something. Will we ignore it, or will we dig? Imagine your life in five years if you reframed your view of fear. Instead of it being a reason to stop doing what you're doing, it now becomes motivation to push yourself even harder in that direction. Your fear is trying to send you a message. But remember that the message isn't to go in a different direction. It's telling you that you're on the right path, so keep going. Quote, They say to not take counsel of your fears, but perhaps that is exactly what we should do. We should listen closely and then do the exact opposite. End quote. Insight number five, a moment of courage. Quote, it doesn't matter who you are or what your track record is. What matters is the moment, sometimes even less than a moment. Do you do it or are you too scared? Results are never certain. You may not succeed, but you do have to try. Because failure to act, that is a certainty. Those few seconds stick to us like a scarlet letter. I was afraid is not an excuse that ages well. Courage is defined in the moment, in less than a moment. When we decide to step out or step up, to leap or to step back, a person isn't brave generally. We are brave specifically. For a few seconds, for a few seconds of embarrassing bravery, we can be great. That is enough. End quote. Victor Frankl reminds us that it's in that gap between stimulus and response where we will find our ultimate freedom. In the Optimized Coach program, we refer to this as response ability. We often overlook the fact that people's courage isn't some massively planned out event when we admire it or are terrified by it. It all started with a simple choice. It all started with a leap. It's important to remind yourself at moments of decision that you have the choice to step forward into growth or step back into safety. The momentary choice to step forward is courage in action. Insight number six, fortune favors the bold. Quote, fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the brave. It favors the big plans. It favors the risk-taking. The decision to lead the charge. The decision to break ranks. The decision to try something new. The decision to accept the crazy challenge. While the odds are often against these choices, know that the momentum of history is secretly behind you. The crowd is with you, ready to cheer when you win. The more you put yourself out there, the more luck seems to come your way. End quote. Let's face it, anyone that you admire that has reached incredible heights in life had to at some point come face to face with their fears and step out from the sidelines of life. Quote, A little boldness now is worth a lot more than death-defying courage later. The former needs a lot less of fortune's favor to succeed than the latter. End quote. The bottom line is to start doing what is difficult now. 
It is much easier to take risks now than be forced to gamble later. You will never regret the risks you have taken in your life, but you certainly will regret choosing to stand still when the opportunity to be bold presents itself. Insight number seven, courage to commit. Quote, they will laugh at you. Losers have always gotten together in little groups and talked about winners. The hopeless have always mocked the hopeful. The scared do their best to convince the brave there is no point in trying. That is the fog that the courageous have to cut through. The stony road we walk is not lined with cheerleaders, but temptresses who want to lead us astray or convince us to quit. You're far more likely to have someone try to convince you that this doesn't matter, that it won't make a difference, than you are to be threatened or intimidated out of trying. Nobody became great without believing that such a thing was worth doing." End quote. The path to your dream will be filled with non-believers, with people who are so afraid to step out and take courageous action in their own lives that they focus their energy on criticizing you for even trying. One of two things are bound to happen. One, you prove them wrong. Two, you become a stronger, happier person as a result of your bravery in taking the risk, knowing the result was never promised. Insight number eight, beat the odds. Quote, if we only did what we were sure of, if we only proceeded when things were favorable, then history would never be made. The averages have been against everything that ever happened. That is why we call it the mean. We have to remember that these polls, these estimations, these statistical models, these things are static. What we cannot predict for is the individual with agency, the human being who makes the events happen rather than simply sitting back and waiting for things to happen to them. It takes courage to look at the averages and say, I'm not average, to say somebody will be the exception and it may as well be me, end quote. Now that sums up courage pretty well, doesn't it? The willingness to act, knowing the odds are not in your favor, but pushing ahead, believing that you are not destined for mediocrity. If the odds were in your favor, then it would not require courage. Always start by believing you could beat the odds, no matter how unfavorable they look at the beginning. Insight number nine, heroic. Quote, if courage, moral and physical, is the act of putting your ass on the line, then the definition of the heroic is very simple. It is risking oneself for someone else. It's putting it on the line, not just for your own benefit, but for the benefit of someone, something, some larger cause. To get there, we must triumph over fear. We must cultivate courage in daily life, and we must be ready to seize the opportunities life presents us, however big or small. Our need for heroes is great. Will you be one? You cannot talk about heroes without circling back to Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey which can be boiled down to three stages. One, the departure, the hero leaves the familiar world behind. Two, the initiation, the hero learns to navigate the unfamiliar world. And three, the return, the hero returns to the familiar world. What an inspiring way to live. Aim to be a hero by putting your newfound understanding to good use in this world. Insight number 10, courage is virtue. Quote, this has been a book about courage the first in a series about the cardinal virtues. Here at the end of it, it's worth pointing out, words don't matter, deeds do. Nothing proves this more, in fact, than the relationship between courage and the other three virtues of temperance, justice, and wisdom. These things are impossible, worthless even, without courage to secure them. See how far you can get without courage. You'll be mocked, you'll be criticized, you'll be undermined, you'll be impeded. 
you will find your bank balance approaching zero. All of this is a test. Without courage, you won't pass. Courage is the only way. It's the backbone of all the rest. You're gonna need it. Let's look at similar wisdom from Rollo May in The Courage to Create, where he says, quote, The word courage comes from the same stem as the French word queer, meaning heart. Thus, just as one's heart, by pumping bloods to one's arms, legs, and brain, enables all the other physical organs to function, so courage makes possible all the psychological virtues. Without courage, other values wither away into mere facsimiles of virtue. End quote. What a fantastic analogy. Consider the rest of your body without your heart. Similarly, all other virtues are worthless without courage at their core. Quote, courage calls to each of us. Will we answer? Or maybe that's too much. Can we get better at answering? Can we step up more times than we step back? Let's start there. End quote. That concludes my quick look at Courage's Calling by Ryan Holiday. It truly is an uplifting book that speaks to Courage's strength, promise, and challenges. I hope you found these insights helpful, and keep in mind that life will test your commitment by instilling doubt in your mind. Your goal is to have the courage to recommit. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.